Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. Hi there, friends. However you're doing today, whether it's a good day or a bad day, I hope that you can feel the love and compassion that I have for each of you and the gratitude that I have that we can walk this journey together. And I'm so happy that I can bring you another amazing interview with truly a fantastic athlete. She's going to tell you about not growing weary, trusting the process, being patient with yourself, loving yourself. So I invite you to come along with us. No matter how dark it feels, there's always a light. Here's the interview. It is my pleasure to have Kendra Chambers on the podcast today. She is a pro USA track and field athlete. She's an athlete advocate and she is sponsored by Wazelle. And I am just thrilled that she is going to take um, a few minutes and chat with me today. So welcome, Kendra. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be on. Absolutely. Um, Well, great. Before we get started and jump into it, I would love it if you would give our listeners a little more background on who you are, Kendra. Sure. Uh, Yeah. So I am Kendra Chambers, as you said. I am from El Paso, Texas. Uh, I grew up um, with my Mexican side of my family. I'm half Mexican and half black, and I know Spanish. (laughs) It's a fun fact. And I've (laughs) I've been running track since I was about 14 years old. And started in middle school. Um, I grew up and just fell in love with soccer and track and dance and decided in high school to focus on track and field. Um, I got a scholarship to the University of Texas at Austin. There I was an eight-time All-American and a four-time Big 12 champion. And I decided that I wanted to take a try and um, try my, my best at being a professional athlete. And I decided in 2015 that I would take a chance. So that was my first year being pro. And I've been, you know, traveling the world. I've represented Team USA three times, and I'm just on my journey and becoming the best 800-meter runner that I can be. <laughs> awesome. I think that's fantastic. Very cool. Um, well, I know that these times in our, in our country and our world have been very challenging over the last number of months. And so I know that that has changed up your, your athletic goals and your training and it's been difficult. And so I would love to get, um, get a little deeper with that and sort of hear what your experience has been like. Let's start with, with, um, actually let's start with COVID and talk a little bit about how that changed the way things looked for you in your, um, track and field career. Sure. Um, so, you know, uh, with being pro track and field, um, sometimes you, you have seasons. So in our, in our sport, we have an indoor season and an outdoor season. And, um, you know, I was injured in 2018 and 2019. I wasn't, I had some struggling with injuries and just some, some other personal things going on. So 2020, that was going to be, you know, my year. So going into the new year, Um, I decided to switch coaches and switch groups. Um, I came back to Texas and really focused on being the best, best athlete I could be. So for my indoor season in 2020, I decided to take a leap of faith and try the 400 meters, which is not my main event. And I placed seventh in the indoor USA national championships, which was great. Um, I kind of felt like my old self again. I was healthy. I was ready to go. And um, right about a week before my season opener in the 800 meters for outdoor season, 
that's when COVID hit. And I can just tell you, I was ready to run fast. And it was just so devastating to have to put everything on pause. But, you know, hindsight now looking back, you know, that was like, you know, three months ago, almost that it, it was the right thing to do. And I think one thing that COVID um, taught me during this process was just to be patient and, you know, to trust God, you know, ha- keep your faith and just really for one time in your life, have some peace in realizing that it's not always about you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I was kind of like, I had to find that out for myself and go on that journey of really realizing, you know, this is for, I may survive it, but this is for somebody else who may not and staying inside and trying my best to social distance and, you know, not trying to sneak onto a track or, you know, maybe just going on some runs and not going to the gym. I had to buy, you know, a few weights for myself and build a home gym and really just, you know, practice that social distancing and, you know, get my mental um, state right about, you know, it not being about me today or, you know, the next week or the following week or the months that came. So, yeah, so it's been kind of hard to navigate. Um, but lucky for me, I have a great coach who's really communicative, um, Rose Monday, who is also the Olympic head coach. So her, you know, coaching job was put on hold as well in Tokyo. So, we've been in communication every day and she's been very flexible with workouts and just kind of just being like a light at the end of the tunnel um, and keeping me focused on, you know, one day we will get out of this and we will have track needs. So that was really helpful during COVID. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you mm-hmm. said a, a lot of great things just now. And, um, and, and the first one I want to talk about a little bit is this idea of having peace and realizing that it's not about us. I think that's really so profound. And it continues to be a theme in our lives because we continue to have to work on, you know, all of these things that we can do to protect the more, more vulnerable um, during COVID, you know, and wearing the mask and social yeah. distancing and realizing that, you know, we had a plan for our lives at this time and we we may not be you know that plan is totally different than the way that it looked um but yet uh, you know we have to remember that that we're doing this to protect those vulnerable um individuals and also i think that that can be generalized you know when we're out of covid i think that's really an important perspective to keep as well as just remembering right. that you know there's a big world out there and lots of people and um to get out of our own you know tunnel vision into our own life you know so exactly. Yeah. So I loved that. Yeah. I, of course, love to hear just trust God, because sometimes, you know, that's all we can do, Kendra. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, the days are overwhelming and just putting our trust in God and our faith. Um, if you know, if you are a believer, I think can be so powerful. Um, and then this this notion of being patient. Um, patience is hard. I think it's hard, especially for athletes sometimes, because, um, yeah. you know, we're used to putting in the effort and getting results, you know. And so dialing yeah. back and being patient is not in our nature. Um, so it's important to, you know, it's important to realize what a skill that can be and um, how it can benefit us sometimes. And I'd love to hear that your coach has been an amazing light at the end of the tunnel for you and just keeps, um, you know, motivating you to stay focused. Um, I think you you had something really powerful um, on your Instagram feed a little while back, and I'm going to read it if you don't mind, because um, I think it really applies to this situation with COVID. And, um, and it's this, don't think about what can happen in a month. Don't think about what can happen in a year. Just focus on the 24 hours in front of you and do what you can to get closer to where you want to be. Um, super powerful. Yeah. Uh, so I really loved that. 
Yeah. Um, well, so take us through a little bit. I know you had the injuries and um, I'm sure that that was uh, difficult for you to get through as well. Do you feel like, Kendra, that mm-hmm. you already had what you needed within you? Or did you find that those injuries and now COVID has caused you to develop something new within yourself to survive these struggles? Wow, that's really good. Um, I hadn't really thought about that before, so thank you for asking. But I would definitely say when I started, I would have never imagined everything that I would have gone through, you know, since 2015 until now in 2020. So I would say I definitely learned so many new things about myself, you know, about uh, about track and field, about athletes, about God, about it's just a trying journey. Um, so I would say in 2018 and 2019, I, I definitely learned um, – Patience, <laughs> patience with an injury also, you know, with COVID patience, but more so than anything, I learned that the little things add up to be big things. Yeah. And I think when we're, you know, younger athletes and we're just in there and, and we can recover on the fly and in college, it was so easy. And, and now you're in this new step, new um, area of life. And every time you go to the next level and the next level, I have found that every time I've gone to the next level in track and field, it demands more. So no matter how much I give the following year, I have to give 10% more. The following year, I have to give 20% more. It's a never ending how much it it costs so much to follow your dream. So I would say it definitely taught me to be patient, but also don't grow weary and um, just just trust the process. And I know that sounds cliche because I was so mad. my coach when she would tell me these things and I would be like what does that even mean (laughs) and now yeah now looking back I'm like oh okay I get it I get it (laughs) right totally I know I, I I love this don't grow weary and that at every next level of your life there is there's more that's demanded of you and the beauty in that is like that we have this this next level we can go to within ourselves right. you know right. and um, each opportunity for growth you know requires us to access that next level which is pretty cool when you think about it um, it is that we're able to it continue is. growing like that you know through our lifetime um, so I think that's really awesome now thinking back to the injuries and you know some of the things that's ha- that have happened with covid is there anything in particular that you would tell yourself as you were going through this process? And I don't mean in a way of regret, but if there was something that you wish you would have known at the time, Kendra, that would have helped you, that might help someone else who's going through something similar as it, and is at the beginning of these stages, is there anything that you wish you would have known? Sure. Um, I sort of mentioned it um, in my last answer, but I would definitely have to say that the little things add up. Um, yeah. When I got When I got injured, I wasn't, doing the correct exercises and really warming up my body like I should have. And it was like the craziest things. In 2018, my kidney failed and I had moved to a new place in climate, had never trained in cold climate before, and my body was dehydrated. And I didn't really understand how silly, you know, someone telling you drink water, how serious it is. And little things like that and, you know, making sure I was hydrated, making sure I was eating the right things. And then the following year, I tore my plantar fasciitis on my right foot. So it was like, okay, how can you warm up your feet? And I, and I totally added about an hour warm up to my already <laughs> hour and a half warm up. So it was like just trying to see, like making sure that all the little things, and that was just like scrunching up the towel, you know, with my toes. It was buying toe spacers on Amazon. It was taking time to ice my feet after I've been wearing spikes. So it was like things that like, 
I would probably skip over if, you know, if I wanted to go eat with friends or if I wanted to watch TV. And it's like, wait a minute, why are you doing this? What's your why? And if you're doing this, yeah, if you're doing this, you know, for what you say you are, for your motivation, for, you know, for your family, for your love and passion for running, then you have to do the little things. You can no longer get away without it. So as much as it pains me to say today, I am thankful (laughs) for those injuries because it just showed me, you know, how to be a true professional. And in, in, in the United States, you, you cannot skip on those things. Competition is too stiff. The stakes are too high. There's no room for error. There's no room for mistakes. So I am very thankful that I went through those, you know, kind of mid-career for me. And now towards the end of my career, I'm able to go into it as a seasoned professional and just being like, hey, I've been there, done that, and it's not going to happen again. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know you had kidney failure. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, 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 yeah. Yeah. And just to, I mean, put that message out there, how important it is to remember those little things as an athlete and as a human being, too, right? The little things can right. make a difference. And so it sounds like you weren't hydrating appropriately, and that sort of is what caused that. Is that right? Yeah, well, they really don't know exactly. Um, uh-huh. They were having trouble figuring out the exact because I was, you know, healthy to, to the human eye. But what regular doctors don't understand is the stress that, you know, elite runners who are at the world class level, how we train. So I, I probably up my mileage to an unsafe amount too quickly, if that right. makes sense. So it was just too fast too fast of um, too much mileage. So that's kind of what contributed. And then in correlation to not drinking water as well. And the combination of the two was like the perfect storm for my kidney to be like, I don't want to work right now. (laughs) I'm going to make you sit down. (laughs) Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a great message to put out there that the little things really add up. And so to anyone who's listening, you know, think about those little things in your life. If you're an athlete, the little aspects to training. And if you're not an athlete, those little things in your life that you do day after day after day that eventually add up. I mean, one practice that I think of that everyone, um, many people tell me is so effective for them are those little moments of gratitude, you know, taking an moment in the morning to be grateful. Think of a few things you're grateful for, write them down, share them with a friend, just those little habits, how they add up and can really change your whole outlook in your life. So love that. Little things are important. Yes. <laughs> um, very cool. Uh, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, some of the social justice issues that have also come up over the last few months. And the goal of this is to number one, get different perspectives. So I want to kind of hear your perspective and how you've um, kind of gone through all of this and also any strategies that you might have to share because I know that there are a lot of people out there that want to get involved and sometimes it's overwhelming and so the more information we can put out there, the better. So why don't you share your perspective, um, Kendra, on how you've experienced um, the last few months? Sure. Um, So as an athlete, you know, it's, 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 often said that just an athlete, stay in your lane, do what you have to do. And I have just felt so compelled, you know, the last couple of months just to be Kendra and be transparent and be me. And it's been frustrating, you know, to have to live a life that like in college, you know, you're not really allowed to do certain things because you represent the university, you know, you represent a team. And then, you know, as a professional, you represent companies that you work with. And so this time when I felt like, okay, I want to say something, I want to stand up for what's right. 
I don't, it felt different, you know, it felt like everybody was on the same page for once. And I felt, yeah, like my companies that I was working with, um, all reached out to me and, you know, sent me an email or even a personal message and was like, how can we help? What can we do? Do you want more eyes, um, you know, on your platform? So that was just so amazing to know that all the companies that I worked with, you know, stood behind me and supported me in anything I wanted to say, you know, on the platforms that I do have, but also just as me as like a human being, um, that was nice to be seen and to be heard in that way. So, you know, during, during all of this, you know, obviously with the killings and the murders that have been going on, you know, this isn't new, unfortunately. Um, we've been, you know, dealing with this since, you know, the day I was born, I was already, I was a black woman in America. So yeah. I have already experienced racism um, as a kid, you know, as an athlete, a young athlete, as, as a college student. And just as a woman being, you know, in America. So I know what it feels like. And um, it's been a tough journey, you know, just to add that on top of everything else that I want to accomplish. But I have seen the last few months um, give me some sense of hope that we're moving in the right direction. And I think the more we talk about it, it's great. The more we try to research different organizations and different ways we can help and impact and and different ways we can get other people to vote and you know all of those things just add up to a a future that I know is going to be brighter for you know our future children so I'm excited Um, I know there's a lot of work to do still and um, I think as a black athlete though I really try to take the initiative on talking to athletes, because I know um, that's a lot of my people who follow me and um, a lot of eyes on my platform associate me with athletics. And I also have my master's degree in sports management. So I felt like, okay, there's something I know about, I can talk about it, and maybe I can change the blinds with it. So one of the things I did on my platform was interview um, a professor at the University of Texas at Austin. And we just had a great conversation about black, black athletes and racism in sports. Um, and it's one, it's on my, it's, I have a YouTube uh, link as well, but it's also on my IG series TV. And it was just a great conversation where we were just able to kind of get out certain things that weren't being talked about um, with black athletes. And that was really important to me to get out that message and just really feel comfortable. And, you know, all of my companies supported, supported it. You know, everybody was really supportive. And, you know, I feel like I want to push more content out, you know, but there's only so much, <laughs> right. you know, I can do. So I have, I have a couple of track meets I have to focus on right now, but I can't wait to dive back into it and really, you know, get my next interview going. So I think there's different ways for, for everyone to kind of put their two cents in. And, you know, I welcome, you know, questions from any race, any background. I think it's so important to ask questions, to seek help, to educate yourself, to, to just really start the conversation. So um, as much as it pains me that we had to lose, you know, black lives for this cause and for us to really start these uncomfortable conversations, I think it's so important because it's just going to make lives so much better in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and can you tell people, Kendra, too, if they do want to check out your YouTube video of that conversation or check it out on Instagram, can you tell people how to find that? Yes, yes. You can go to my Instagram. It's um, Miss underscore K Chambers. And then um, I will also give you the YouTube link, but you can find it under Kendra Chambers on YouTube. 
Awesome. Okay, so I encourage all the listeners to go out and check those, check out that conversation and check out Kendra's platform because again, the more information we can gather, the more perspectives we can hear, the more strategies you know we can learn about, um, the better off it's we're going to be. And we're like Kendra said, we can together we can make a better world and a better tomorrow. So um, along those lines, Kendra, um, I know that they're going to go watch and listen to these this conversation. Do you have any um, practical strategies or strategies that we can put out there today? Um, besides educating yourself, of course, um, any organizations you want to tell us about or anything that people can do today, um, strategies to be a part of this? Sure, yes. Um, I definitely suggest that you guys definitely reach out to other Black people in your lives and just check on them. I know it seems silly and might probably not that important, but that really helped me. And um, I, I got it from, you know, every every different race and background. And it was really important just to check on Black people in your life. Um, I think it's nice to know that, that you are allies and that you care for them and that and they are seen and heard. I think that's really important. And then secondly, um, I definitely um, am researching a lot with the NAACP. Um, you can see them on NAACP.org. They have a website and it just tells you a lot of um, information and they have a link that you can donate to as well. Um, and the vision statement for them is it's just the National Association for Advancement of Colored People is to ensure a society in which all individuals have equal rights without discrimination based on race. Um, so it's pretty, pretty simple, pretty simple to the point, And it's done great things um, for colored people across the United States for decades. So I would encourage you guys to definitely go to that website and um, definitely donate. That's one of the places I've donated to already um, in the past three months. And I hope to donate again in the future. I love this. Such great information. And, you know, to quote you again, um, you say this is humanity's fight, um, this fight that we're in right now. And silence is compliance, my friends. So if you're feeling paralyzed and you're finding that you've been silent, today is the day to to educate yourself, to donate and to take action. Um, And so I love that Kendra gives us this this these ideas. Um, Go to NAACP.org and check it out um, and, and decide that you're going to do one thing today um, to make a difference and speak out. So I love all of that. I think it's so great, Kendra, and I appreciate you sharing you. sharing those words with us and you put it so beautifully. So um, really touches my heart and um, makes me want to make a better tomorrow as well. Um, I want Thank to you. give you the opportunity now before we move towards uh, wrapping up to put out any other words of encouragement that you'd like to offer um, women um, who are going through challenges in their lives, who are going through racial discrimination, um, who are athletes, who are in a slump because of COVID, any other words of encouragement you'd like to put out there? Yes, of course. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, I would definitely say um, be patient. <laughs> That's yeah. if this is the Patience. only thing you hear in this whole podcast. <laughs> um, be patient with yourself. Um, I, I think that that's been, you know, the the headline of my journey is to be patient. It's coming and really trust yourself. I think we don't give ourselves enough credit. And I've struggled with this lately. I am not perfect by any means. And I have days of lack of motivation like no other where I'm like, do I have to run? (laughs) So I think just being patient and just loving yourself and trusting yourself and knowing like, hey, if there's something else you can do, mix it up. Try swim. Go, uh, you know, try bike riding. Try something different. Try Zumba. I think just moving and finding things that make you smile right now are really important. And as far as like running and 
getting back or if you gained weight or whatever it is that you're going through. Um, for me, I did all of those things. <laughs> I definitely gained weight. I took a step back in my training. You know, I'm not as fast as I was when I touched the track, you know, the last time I touched the track in March. And I have track meets right now. So for me, I just have got to get back to the basics of running and find out why I fell in love with it in the first place. And being like, wow, I'm so thankful to be healthy. I'm so thankful to be filling the track with my hands right now and my feet right now and just being able to be out here. So having that moment of gratitude, like you said, of just being, you know, in the moment and being thankful that, you know, you're present, you're here. And, you know, whether this passes in a year, whether this passes in a month, whether there's an Olympic Games, whether there's an Olympic Trials, you have to understand what's your why, what's your motivation. And it cannot be dependent on other things that have dates attached to them, you know? So it has to be dependent on your heart, on you, on your hard work. Um, so I would just suggest to all the athletes out there, just be patient, love yourself and trust yourself. Oh, love it so much. And I think, yeah, this piece about really taking care of ourselves and giving ourselves the credit we deserve and going easy on ourselves. If we've gained the weight or slowed down or whatever it is, you know, um, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yep. And yeah, we just got to get back to the basics and you know, there will be a better tomorrow coming down the road. I believe it. Um, I so, do too. Yeah. Very powerful advice. Well, I like to wrap up with a little positivity push, I call it, but it's just some fun little things to put a little, a few more positive vibes out there before we wrap up. So if you're cool. willing, we're going to go with that now. Are you, are you good to go? Yes, let's do it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right, Kendra, a few simple things, Kendra, that bring you joy. Oh, uh, food, dancing, and chocolate. Nice, <laughs> love it. What what food in particular? What comes What comes to mind first? I am so, I am in love with pasta. We are in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I um, grew up in an Italian family, so we used to make pasta like homemade. My, in fact, my father yes. still does, and there is just nothing oh. like homemade pasta and homemade sauce ugh, to die for. So good. <laughs> um, okay, awesome. Now, the next one is a complete the sentence. So this is going to go out to all of the listeners, and um, you're going to complete the sentence. Never forget... Stay focused. <laughs> Love it. Never forget to stay focused. That's focused. great. Yeah. And I think I think that that um, it really kind of goes back to your your little things adding up to big things. Um, if we lose mm -hmm. our focus, we miss those little things, right? Sure. Um, yeah. So that really ties in nicely to that. And I, I, I yeah, it's very helpful. Last mm -hmm. one, Kendra. <laughs> okay, going out to everyone. You can. You can. Mm -hmm. You can accomplish whatever you set your mind to. Yes, absolutely. And um, <laughs> everyone who's listening right now, I want you to hear that. And I want you to know, no matter how far behind you think you are right now or whatever's going on in your life, that you still, it's never too late and you still can accomplish the things you want to accomplish. And COVID's not going to get in the way. <laughs> so, nope. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> That's right. We're we're gonna we're gonna stay positive and stay focused, and we're gonna make it through. So, um, well, thank you so much for being here today and for chatting with me. I really, really appreciate it, Kendra. Um, and I hope that we will stay in touch. Uh, and yes. I wish you all the best. 
Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Can't wait to do it again. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Yes, my pleasure. And to all your listeners out there, I thank you for going on this journey with us, for um, being willing to hear new perspectives and these amazing, wonderful, strong women who come on this podcast and share their stories. Um, It is just very meaningful. So thanks for being here and connected. We can rise.